3: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race recap here on Reality TV Wrap Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we are here to talk about everything from RuPaul's Drag Race, all stars, all winners, season seven, whatever, episode seven, all mother-talking winners. We are uh, all fanning ourselves to get through this hot summer. Uh, yes. And uh, uh, yes, we are here to talk about everything from this episode. So before we start, uh, look. Uh, There was a Supreme Court decision, came through the pipes. We kind of knew about it beforehand, uh, but it's official now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And I know that for all of us on the podcast, this is something that has deeply affected us and is... Horrible. I'm just gonna I have to say it. So love having my rights taken away. Good for us. So we get that this is a really tough time. And we're absolutely here if you need anything to reach out to create a community of support, because this is something that's so important to literally everybody we should all give a shit about this Mm -hmm. um but you know especially the queer community and this is something that obviously is is very important um especially with a lot of the implications that this decision has so we just want to state that at the top of the show obviously we're aware of the situation and if anybody needs anything we're here as a community Mm -hmm. at the same time we also want to have fun talking about the episode this week and just because there's something really shitty going on doesn't mean that we can't take a moment and have some fun with RuPaul's Drag Race, the show that we all love. So, you know, use this motivation as an opportunity to organize, to unionize, to vote, right? All of these things are so incredibly important as we try to shape our country and take it back Mm -hmm. in a way that doesn't hurt so many people uh, Mm -hmm. in this country. So, just wanted to get that, state that at the top of the show. All right, now let me welcome in uh, our Fabulous panel. Now, this woman didn't get an opportunity to talk with us last week, but don't worry. She is here. It is Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you? Good to be back. I, I It was my turn to miss. We've all
4: now missed an episode yes. this season, uh, which is too <laughs> bad because this has been such a good season. Um, but I'm so happy to be back with you both and to chat about this episode. Um, I just want to quickly say one more note on um, the Roe v. Wade situation, which is, uh, please be inclusive with your language as we talk about this to everybody out there. Um, not only women have uteruses. Um, so think of your non-binary friends, mm-hmm. your trans uh, men, um, the the gender non-conforming people in your life who may have uteruses and may be affected by this. Um, so just wanted to put that note out there since I know so many of you also listen to this particular podcast know that we see invalidate you as well. Uh, but no let's get into this
3: episode i'm excited yes absolutely and that's why i talk about like how important this issue is to like Mm -hmm. everyone literally everybody Mm -hmm. we should all care we should all give a shit all right and you heard him he was our uh you know holding down the fort with me last week looking gorgeous in blue it is Amon adwin (laughs) Amon, how are you
2: i'm great i'm great um and yeah i I echo everything that you all just said it's it is very important and i think um, from my perspective, as like just a, a queer man, sometimes I feel like I'm so far out of the realm of like, you know, what that should mean and imp- imply for my life. Seeing as I'm one that probably won't have to worry mm-hmm. about that specifically firsthand, but you all know people that mm-hmm. have had to experience it. I guarantee you, there's somebody in your life that had to experience it or talk about it or at the very least it was very adjacent to them so i know for a fact that that's me and that would have changed the dynamic of my family so it's 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 all it's 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 a really um really rough time for everybody so um yeah i just my heart goes out to those that are really really feeling the pressure right now but hopefully a little bit of drag race escapism will do Mm -hmm. your day some good so Mm -hmm. we're here
3: all right. Well, let's uh actually Beth, is there anything that you want to say about last week's episode before we move on the girl group challenge? Yeah. I probably, I just on.
4: wanted to base first of all, thank you all both for holding down the fort. I listened and enjoyed it immensely. Um I I to be honest with you, I felt like I was happy that Evie was getting recognized, but I felt like her lyrics didn't Necessarily match the character that she was wiggling around on stage, and I wish that she could have been more robotic in the delivery of hmm. the lyrics. Maybe that would have helped. But altogether, I was happy to see her get another star. I was happy to see Viv get another star. Um, it was it was a fun episode. I liked the realism versus like the you know the rejected girls essentially. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a lot of uh, fun altogether. So mm-hmm. I think basically y'all kind of nailed it last week. I agree with your sentiments.
3: That's why I asked. I just wanted to compliment. Like, yeah. like no, you like, you're
4: like, what did you think specifically about my <laughs> yeah, thoughts? <can> you say <laughs>
3: specifically what it is that you like that you felt like I really just got so right? Yeah, what yeah, about
2: me? About, yeah,
3: but what about me, though? <laughs> <laughs> Are okay. you both Leos, too?
4: Because <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> right, well, We're moving on from the girl group challenges mm-hmm. and the Dolly Parton of it all and moving into the Maxi challenge for this week. So uh, obviously, we had chatted a little bit about this. This, but we found out exactly what was going on here where the queens are tasked with creating a signature legendary legends look inspired by one of Rue's specifically Zaldi's looks yeah. um, and this was also apparently sponsored by Pinterest
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I was like wow Pinterest uh influence right so this is inspired by Pinterest Yeah, uh, Rupe yes Rupe put together a Pinterest board of looks that the queen What are the chances uh, that elect. RuPaul actually did that has Ru used Pinterest I don't Ru Do doesn't
4: think- use any apps on his phone like self proclaimed is like I don't even have a Twitter app he uses the internet browser on his phone to check Twitter if he's on his phone. Otherwise, everything's from the computer. Pinterest
2: has an app on the computer though, right? Like a desktop or no?
3: Uh, I don't know. I have an app for your phone, for sure. 2014 Mm -hmm. was the last time I used Pinterest. Yeah, me too. I I, got into it for
2: like a good month and then I was done.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it was like the thing because I was planning a wedding at the time. Like all Mm -hmm. of everyone who was planning a wedding like used Pinterest. They were like, this is my Pinterest board, my Pinterest board. Yeah, I'll still go back to it.
2: yeah, like if I'm planning like a Halloween party or Christmas party for like ideas for decorations and mm-hmm. drinks and stuff like that, I'll I'll come back to it. But other than that, no. It's
3: My mom, I mom for like, haircuts. Oh, haircuts! Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like sometimes, especially if you find a Pinterest board that like has things of interest, it, it can be useful. But um, but yeah, it was surprising to me because to me yeah. in the uh you know the zeitgeist of <laughs> culture currently, I didn't realize Pinterest was. <laughs> it was like <laughs> next
4: week's uh, will be sponsored by Tumblr. It's going to be great. <laughs>
3: yeah (laughs) uh okay so yeah so that's the the outline of essentially what they have to do they've got these eight looks up on rue's personally generated pinterest board and the queens get to go through pick what look they want um and then obviously make a look that is not a replica but inspired by uh by that rue look Mm mm-hmm So, you know, the picking obviously seemed to to be kind of interesting because Viv, as the winner of last week, got to have the first pick and then it was go down the line of give the next person the opportunity to pick. Beth, do you have any thoughts on this?
4: Yeah, it was interesting that (laughs) instead of maybe throwing a bone to the people who clearly aren't good at design challenges, they literally were like, okay, so after... You know, the Viv goes, uh, who she pass it to? Trinity. Trinity, right? Yeah, okay. I was like, that is a choice. Whoa. The person who won yeah. the challenge last time, like, what are you trying to do? You should be trying to sabotage. I thought it was like either Trinity or Jada. I couldn't remember. But you should be trying to sabotage those two. Maybe Raja. Those are the three top people. And I would say Shay. Throw Shay into that too. Those are the top four that I'd be like, Maybe let's not pass it to them. I would immediately be giving it to like Jinx would have been mm-hmm. my first. Part. Especially like mm-hmm. you just blocked Jinx. Yes. Don't you want to maybe save your ass in case she happens to pull a win out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Well, and not even that, but like, just give it to her anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, what do you care? Like, people are going to understand. It's like, oh, I'm trying. You're Maybe you're trying to make up or maybe they thought, oh, it would look fake if she did it. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah.
2: But then on the other end of it, it's also like, if you are aligned with people, you do want to make sure that they get first dibs sure, because right. even if it's not, you know, because it, it wasn't a replica. It was just inspiration. So you can really make whatever you would like as long as you follow the color pattern and then general mm-hmm. general silhouette for whatever it is. Mm-hmm,
3: so
2: yeah, yeah I, like, I totally saw the alliances at work once Trinity got to pick Monet and then Monet picked Shea and she's mm-hmm. like down the line. I was like, all right, well, Evie's
3: screwed here. <laughs> well, uh, but that's a, I mean, that's a great point because essentially what ended up happening, and I didn't i didn't realize that Viv and Trinity were that close. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. Trinity seems to get along with a lot of the girls, so, like, mm-hmm. but whatever. As soon as Trinity was picked and it goes Trinity, Monet, Shay, I was like, that's the group that worked together. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. Like, the only mm-hmm. person they left out was Raja. hmm Yep, yeah, because then I think Shay ends up picking Jada, right, so. And then Jada yep. chooses Picks who? Evie. Evie picked Jinx, and then by default, Raja was the last one, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um I mean this is what I Raja
2: does, so I totally understand leaving her at the, the end if you're I'm if fine you want with some that too. type of threat. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I
4: knew that whatever Raja got, she was gonna, gonna be able to pull it out, so mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Well Well, we'll get to it. We will talk about that because <laughs> um yeah i mean so really like that's our whole um that's the whole episode right so we have a lot of workroom stuff that that i have to
4: say though there were definitely certain outfits that lended themselves more to like like that you could choose from rupaul's like pinterest board There were more outfits that you could go, hmm, okay, this is going to have to take more of a different kind of approach. This one's going to be, I just have to create another gown. Like, there were just the way that you looked at them. Like, I think that the Born Naked was going to be the hardest one because it was basically what? Ripped white pants and (laughs) (laughs) a ripped shirt. Like, I feel like there's
2: like like less inspiration for that yeah
4: i really feel like it was strategic to like think about okay what do we think that certain people's aesthetics would be Mm -hmm. and if you're as confident as trinity for example i thought it was interesting that trinity chooses the season eight promo to have that like baby doll look right and -hmm. i was like oh that'll be interesting to see how she pulls that off as like a inspiration for another look and i would argue that even though some of the outfits were incredible Mm -hmm. I would never have gotten that they were some kind of like like inspired by the original look. Whereas others, I'd go, oh, okay. This is definitely a reimagining of a different look. This is not a replica, but this is a reimagining of a different look, uh, taking somebody's drag aesthetic. And if that was the challenge, even though there were some beautifully constructed things, I would say I don't think certain people should have won because of it.
3: So this is the Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these are all of the the options that they have to choose from. I mean, Mm -hmm. some it's like if you have something that's like something incredibly iconic about the look, then that sort of immediately stands out, which is I think Beth, what you're saying. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, for Supermodel of the World, those ruffles are like so iconic. iconic. The VH1 Divas, you know, obviously both of the fabrics very iconic. Um, yeah, the Born Naked promo like I guess it's just yeah like ripped loose fabric I guess to me it's like it doesn't stand out as much the face kini obviously very you know something but even with the face
4: you're gonna have a face I'm assuming mm-hmm. right so that tells you something that you probably gonna have to incorporate into your look mm-hmm. to, to a certain extent right yeah <laughs> but I don't know I,
2: I don't thought know. that they were as when they when they were in the uh, workroom and uh uh, Rue was talking to Monet about she's in the face-kini and face, uh, she thought the that there's so much controversy, I was like, oh, are we about to get like an actual debunking from the rumor that that was Raven under there the whole time, but then they didn't talk about it. That was so sad.
3: I thought it was because <laughs> she had pink eye. Yeah, she had something <laughs>
4: going on. Well, that's why if you go back and they listen, she had to, she was, she had a cold of some sort uh, uh, because they had to go back and she like voiceover, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, that is a lip sync for your life. It was yeah. always one of my favorite. <laughs> if you go back and listen to Monet versus Dusty's, like the ending of like when she's commenting and shit to the girls in the back,
3: that yeah. is what we call a
4: lip sync or you're (laughs) alive.
3: So good. I feel like there was something also with her workroom look too, right? Like, wasn't she also wearing like big ass sunglasses or something, which is, yeah. 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 So that's what I was hoping when we talk about the controversy. That's what I was hoping. I just love that she was like, "Uh, you know, on this show, I'm not afraid to take risks, which we've
4: seen with fashion. Like, I love that when RuPaul goes away from like what we would traditionally see RuPaul wearing. Mm -hmm. But I love that she was like, and this is an example of that. I was like, yeah, it's an example Mm -hmm. of like, you had a cold. (laughs) Didn't want anyone
3: to see. But I will say very creative. I don't think if I was trying to hide a cold, I would go full face kini. So you full know what, like full, uh, props, props, <laughs> <laughs> credit where credit is due.
0: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. With the Lucky
3: Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Okay. Uh, let's, um, let's actually, uh, is there anything, I guess let's, you know what, let's just talk about the looks. All right. Let's yeah. Our main, main item of the day to talk about. <clears throat> so we're going to go through each of the looks I have. If you're watching the YouTube video, the uh, uh, Queens look with the uh, in- inspired look. So we can sort of look and see, do we truly feel like this was inspired? Mm -hmm. And first up is Evie, who picked uh, third to last and ended up Mm -hmm. picking the supermodel of the world look, which is the red ruffles, with the orange and the touch of pink. Mm -hmm. So Amon, how did you feel about this uh, look from Evie?
2: I I I loved this look. I loved it. I I love that she decided to reverse the structure. Have wow. the flare out at the top. Have the uh more cinch at the bottom. The only critiques that I have is just I, I I love the pants. I forget the uh the Japanese term for them. I think she said hakama. I think is what she said. Um, I should know this since I've studied the language for so effing long. Wow, shame <laughs> on me. Um, but yeah, I I I I wish that. There was just a bit more edge to the pleat because I feel like it had the tendency to sort of like bunch up and look just a little just like formless. So that mm. would have been like my one critique. And then the other one, maybe just I'm not really sure how I don't know the technical term for it because I'm not a seamstress. I don't know. But to create a little bit more structure with the sleeves so that I can tell where your arm is and then where the flare happens. So it's like a little bit more dramatic. And sometimes it sort of like drooped a little bit and like it just looked a little bit too deflated. But mm-hmm. I, I, I see the image. I see what she was going for. And I absolutely love the idea. And her makeup and hair were just the perfect compliments to it as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought she did a great job.
3: Yeah, I I totally I echo that. I think that the concept is this is one to me that's clearly inspired, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's like she took the look and flipped it upside down. Love the pants. Love the idea for the sleeves. But yes, I think if maybe she had more time, they could probably be a little bit more. mm, The ruffles could be defined. I think she spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. on the pants. So then the rest of the outfit kind of by default starts to fall apart a little bit more. Like the pants are clearly the best. Then you have like the idea for the ruffle sleeves. And then the middle bit, which is kind of like supposed to be the belt part, which again, I totally get just with the we, I don't have a close up picture here, but just look really unfinished. So, you know, just kind of like apart as she got further along but again love the concept love it love it love it i
4: thought this was fantastic and i love that on the um the like top portion which is supposed to replicate the belt she has aspects of um the sparkles on the buckle buckle of the belt Mm -hmm. that are like throughout like just little attention to detail there Mm -hmm. i really appreciate and like um i like that she's wearing a necklace up at the top similar to the kind of necklace that um, RuPaul's wearing although much smaller but I kind of wish she had put it as like a belt like had like a crystal belt or something like that that looked similar to the the necklace to really Mm. show us the upside down flip of this kind of look I think that would have been really cool I do like the contrast in hair I think I completely agree with you that this is one that I could look at this and go ah Supermodel of the world turned upside down. That's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. if I had been told, look out for the runway, these are all going to be
3: inspired. I wouldn't even have had to see this to know mm-hmm. that was supermodel yeah. of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think if she had truly gone like completely upside down, I think you do silver shoes and then mm-hmm. you do a red necklace because it's like the shoes or the necklace. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's not
4: too much. We take it too literally. Also, if she uh, had worn uh, <laughs> like red stockings Mm, because it could have been like the gloves on the arms or something like (laughs) that but that's a lot so i actually don't advocate for that (laughs)
0: Yeah,
3: Yeah. okay let's talk about the next look so this is the vivienne who got to pick first and she went for the despi awards look uh, or yeah what did what did you guys think about this
4: this is definitely I could tell the moment she walked out that this was her interpretation of the Despie Award look. Now so mm-hmm. I have to say this. I have never, ever liked the headpiece portion for the Award. I was like, why is that bow? Like <laughs> so childish. Like it, like it, you know what I mean? Like it looks like, Oh, we, we put this on like little Susie for, uh, like the, this golden rabbit that she's going to play in the school like it was just i i'd never really liked that portion of RuPaul's look especially cuz i didn't think it really matched her wig it's mm-hmm.
2: giving crunched up chocolate bar wrapping
4: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) was foreshadowing of the chocolate chocolate. it's It's just chocolate oh my gosh but what I love about what the Vivian did was like that was clearly like hello I'm doing this look because you would look immediately to the hair and do that Mm -hmm. but she was able to take two different um, textures of fabric put them together make this kind of almost um, saloon-like look. Not quite to the saloon (laughs) look that we see with Mm. Jinx in a little bit. But also this Vivian Westwood kind of inspired look. I love the shoes with it. I love this. And I'm going to say this because I haven't said it enough. I have such a girl crush on the Vivian and drag. Oh my gosh. The airbrush look that she pulls off with makeup every single week. I just look at her and I go like, you're so Mm -hmm. pretty. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she do look (laughs) good. I, yeah, I, loved it. I, I loved it too. Um, I'm not sure how you pull off the, uh, how you construct the little rouged up portion of mm. those, of the skirt. Um, so I'm always in awe of all of these people that know how to just create shit mm-hmm. like this. Um, but no, I think that she definitely did the, ser- uh, she did the, uh, the look a great service. I would say maybe she didn't go far enough, maybe mm-hmm. um, in terms of like, you know not creating an exact replica obviously it's not a replica but it's damn near close to the only difference is just the asymmetrical skirt um but everything else is pretty much the same so beautifully constructed but maybe not maybe not inspired enough
3: Mm -hmm. right i think that that was uh, that was like the only critique really that i had was i mean obviously it looks gorgeous flawless execution but then it comes down to your interpretation of inspired right Mm. because i think Mm. obviously the choice to replicate the top to look very similar as well as the headpiece obviously that is okay i want people to know that it clearly is this look and then i'm gonna differentiate myself by changing Mm -hmm. the bottom part of the silhouette but the silhouette on the top is exactly the same Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i guess it kind of toes that line of are you creating something new inspired by this or are you doing too much of a replica and is that something that could count against you which I do wonder if that did happen here Um, if that it was almost like too similar and so the judges took off points for that
2: yeah I kind of yeah that's I kind of did the same thing in my mind I was like judging them on like how the first thing the the first thing that I instinctually went to was how difficult was this to make Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next thing I did was okay like which one actually looks the best and then the next one was like, okay, so which interpretation is the best? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like three separate mm-hmm. criteria and then you, whoever averages out is the winner.
4: Yeah, I get <laughs> she's that. She's like the golden trophy wench and I'm here for it. Like I <laughs> I just, I really liked this. This is one of my top looks of this runway. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like for me, it was definitely different enough. I understand that the top and like the, the hair piece and the hair itself are like, very similar Mm -hmm. but she puts straps up at the top it's not off the shoulder to the same degree or like Mm -hmm. the same way that it is in the other look like she made those small choices that I think show that it's inherently different and I love that we have a different texture underneath like Mm -hmm. it's to me it's definitely different enough that I feel like it's inspired but I can understand how people would not feel that way.
3: I think part of me also just really wants Viv to start getting more credit. Like, I don't know, maybe 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 she is getting enough credit and it's just like, you know, it's just me. I just feel like she is, to a certain extent, a little bit the villain, um, you know, because of the blocking jinx thing. And so, I don't know, I just, uh, I just feel like to come in, to be in a different country, to be, you know, like a little bit the odd man out, um, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, there are other queens that, may have elements of that like Jada being the you know most recent winner and not really getting to experience her crown and so you know she may also feel a little bit that way. Um, but I just I want her to know that she you're doing great hun. <laughs> you're,
4: you're doing, doing amazing well, sweetie. sweetie. You're doing
3: amazing sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Shay Koule who picked the season 5 sugar ball look mm-hmm. and spent a good portion of her time having to hand craft the leopard print which i didn't realize they didn't give her any leopard print
4: no she had to paint it which seems
3: wild to me like that's such a disadvantage because they should have
4: shown them what the materials were for each one in order for them to make the decision
3: because i wonder if she had known that she was gonna i mean because that's the thing like look realistically how are you gonna make an inspired look and not have some type of leopard print that's not you know agreed
4: agreed That's exactly what I was going to say. And to that point, I would say I love the top portion of this. And I love that she took the time to hand paint and do all of that crafting. Like That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't hate the pants. The pants are really cute. And this is absolutely fashion chic, like from top to bottom. But there's just something about the fact that like Evie's pants to me were drag. This to me is like not as like over the top in some capacity. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm being hypocritical when I think these kind of things. So I, don't I really just know. think
3: it's the wrong
4: color. I don't know where
3: the purple is coming from. Is that like mm. actually the color of the dress? I don't know. For me, I was like if it was the same pink as the pink that she used mm. to, to dye, then I think it would be a little bit more cohesive. For Maybe some yeah, reason, that's like...
2: Pants like yellow. Like to match Ooh. the leopard shade.
3: Or that match orange. the belt,
4: yeah. like that orange belt or something that's on mm-hmm. the dress.
3: If yeah, the, that would have been absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think it's the style. Like, I don't think it's the cut of the yeah. pants. And also for her to make pants like that, again, props, like that's always so impressive. I can mm-hmm. make a tube and that's about it. So, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't that, even make a tote bag in seventh <laughs> great, So I don't know. <laughs> um, so, th- like, that's, I, I. yeah, I really gen- I genuinely think that's just the color. I, you know what? This is why I'm
4: so thankful that we have a podcast where we talk about this. Cause there's sometimes I just look at something and I go, why don't I, why don't mm-hmm. I like this? There's something about that I just don't feel like flows or fits. And you're completely like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, the pants are fine, but I'm also like, but they're not fine. And I don't know what it is. You're right. It's the color. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I do wish that the leopard print that she spent so much painstaking time over was just a bit more centerpiece because I feel like with it being ruffled up, it's, harder for me to understand mm-hmm. and see all of her work um because we i mean we got to see like lots of fabric with her painted leopard print and then it all gets mm-hmm. smushed together so that's right. the one thing that i'm like oh i kind of you spend so much time i want to see your work um she loves this like 1950s type of like vacation lounge type of <laughs> i feel like i've seen her do this before i mean that was like one of that was her entrance look for um for All Stars Five when she comes in with like a little mm-hmm. vacation bag and everything, that she just she just loves the vacation, girl. Mm-hmm. She loves the vacation.
4: Ugh, I wish I could join her on <laughs> yeah. a vacation. Well, just generally. But vacation I just want a vacation.
2: All I ever vacation <laughs> had to
4: get okay, away. It's so funny that you're saying okay, and I I'm <laughs> sorry to bring it up now, but like we literally just opened hot mess moments this past week by talking because we were going to talk about vacation and i sang that song and then (laughs) i was saying like didn't the rugrats sing the song we had a whole philosophical discussion about the rugrats and the vacation song and now you're singing it and i'm just like it's just haunting me it's also
2: in an episode of glee and i love that cover
4: i love oh, man
3: mm, uh all right the the actually amon i do love your point to go back um about the fact that you spent all this time dying it and then you just smushed it all up so i couldn't really see it mm-hmm. I, I don't know if maybe she had enough to do the pants i mean probably not right um, dynum fabric but that could be a way to showcase it yeah or that would have pulled
2: it together yeah
3: or, yeah, or, like, me, yeah, I don't know. It just sucks. I don't like the, the middle
4: portion where she clearly put a leopard spot in the middle, but it just looks like it's it underneath. Just looks, it's supposed to look like
2: a buckle and it's a leopard spot, but I'm just getting buckle. so it's
4: just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. undershirt. That's hmm. what I'm getting. Like, you put the black, um, like jacket over it. And I think that's maybe where some of the disconnection with the pants for me is also coming in is that I can't figure out if that's a buckle, if it's a top or if it's like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I feel like if there was a little bit more distinction there, I also kind of think that, um, The leopard print could have been brought down to the shoes because it's weird that it's only on the upper part of the body and not on the bottom. Like if there was something that if she didn't have time to do it only on the pants, do something on the shoes just to bring that little element down farther.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is that I think that she was at such a disadvantage with the fabric. I mean, you yeah. see Trinity even comes in to help her finish making her outfit. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, she, and yeah. she talks about how she was working all night making this. So I, I do want to just acknowledge that disadvantage yeah. that she was at. And so mm-hmm. I totally agree like with what, you know, the suggestions and obviously we've made our own of like how we think it could be improved. But I think this is like, look, <laughs> this is what I got this is what I'm going with uh, and that's
4: unfortunate red queens are going to tell somebody who clearly <laughs> yeah. exactly. TV your
3: shit bitch
4: <laughs> yeah
3: so faster <laughs> like what do we know
4: work outside um, the confines and without the disadvantages please. Yeah.
3: I, I I think it just like for me it just sucks knowing what she could have made if she had not 100%. had that disadvantage right like yeah. that's sort of the biggest thing is, is that obviously this looks like the concept is stunning right and i feel the same way with kind of with evie although maybe we shouldn't have the same disadvantage or just like if they were given a little bit more time i wonder what it would have look like yeah okay let's talk about the eventual winner of the challenge mm-hmm. trinity who picks the season eight promo look
4: mm. <laughs> mm. well
2: It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Look, Trinity is like I say it every damn week. She's so good with this type of stuff. Like her runways are always exquisite. She's got exquisite taste, and it turns out she knows how to make a damn dress. Like Mm -hmm. it's not perfect. Just you know, there's a little bits and pieces of it that are like a little little ragtag. But they that's I I I I chop all of that up to it just being they didn't have enough time. I feel like if she had more time, this would have been. I mean, it, it, how it looks in the pictures that she's been posting online this past mm-hmm. week is how it probably would have looked if she had maybe like a week more than she did. Um, mm-hmm. But with that being said, it was just so good. And the fact that she whipped up the gloves the day on Elimination Day, mm-hmm. like just, there's just, it's just undeniable. This, what she had this week in the bag.
4: Yeah. I she think definitely uh, has something hard that she pulled off here. Like this was. <laughs>
3: This oh, it's yeah. not easy to make. No. <laughs> no. And I mean, to make that the silhouette at the bottom. I mean, this to me also, um, I mean, obviously that that's how she translated the baby doll silhouette to mm-hmm. put it lower. And she talks about that. And Raja even then tries to sabotage her to a certain extent at the beginning <laughs> about like, mm, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> um, I, I think it is just like some of the little details that kind of throw me a little bit. Like, I, I don't I'm not a big fan of the big bow on the back. Um, and then also the bow on the waist I feel mm-hmm. like pick one because the look has one do it on the back or do it do it on the front and then um, I love on Rue's look the the larger gems the larger jewels Yeah. yeah. and I, I, she uses smaller ones which again inspired but I don't know that to me is something that I think of when I think of that baby doll dress and so I just wanted that on her See, eyes I didn't I,
2: get I, sorry Beth I didn't get um, a I didn't understand, like, what the look was, like, what Rue's original look was going for until she said, oh, the baby doll. I was like, oh, it is supposed to be a baby doll. Mm -hmm. So to to that point, yeah, definitely bring that big bow. I think you should leave the bow where it is. If you're going to alter the dress the the way that you did, leave that. But I think then give me that big bow right there, the centerpiece right there, so that I know it's instantly recognizable. And then if you want to add another bow, like, towards the bottom, you can. And then uh, you're right. I think you give us a bit more drama with the gemstone, so that we can see. This is like a blown up baby doll dress.
3: The thing and that maybe I like the
2: hair as well. I think maybe you go for like a more traditional, yeah, like you know, hair style for like those that style of doll or something like that.
4: This comes across, and don't get me wrong, this is it's obviously a beautiful look, yeah. and this is also it, it took so much talent and creativity to be able to do this. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not knocking her for that. What I what I miss from this dress is the feel of the texture that you get from RuPaul's, mm. whether it's the big things or, or like the big gems that you talked about, yeah. or if it's the ostrich feathers or the right. things that are coming off of the dress that give it this textured feel. it This inherently just feels like a different, different look. look that you're coming after. Like if side by side, oh yeah, I can see the inspirations, but if you told me this is modeled off of a rupaul look i would immediately think to the gowns that rupaul wears and try to figure out in my mind mm-hmm. oh is that it i wouldn't be thinking about this because the textures don't match she has a lot of tool which i'm sure she was trying to get mm-hmm. that feeling of ostrich. i don't know they probably
3: didn't give her ostrich food. i yeah i Again. bet well, and then also there's like sort of lace. Like the actual like Rue's look is very textured. It's with, incredibly textured. Yeah. I, I bet they just didn't give her that, and this is what she had to work with. And that's what I think. Like blue. Yeah, that is that is too expensive. You're not getting ostrich feathers, girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
4: or chicken feathers or something like that. You know, I just give her something. <laughs> the give her quick texture, <laughs> she clearly had the stones, and and she used the stones mostly on that mill bow. The big bow on RuPaul's is and is just such a contrasting feel to the rest of the look, which is why I appreciate the smaller bow on her waist, but not so mm-hmm. much the one on her back. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that one on her waist because it's supposed to be the contrast, right? In in RuPaul's, it's like a satin mm-hmm. in which contrasts with the rest of her look. Here, it's like she took all the bejewels and put it on there. But I wish she would have bejeweled the entirety of the bow then, not just like a little like diamond in it. but I don't know. I I have so many little things like that and I think once again similar to Shay I think some of this is just completely out of Trinity's control of like mm-hmm. whatever they gave her. Um, and for that alone I thought that there were other looks that I felt like met the mission of the runway a little bit better. That right. said, I'm not upset that this one. This is a gorgeous look.
2: I feel like when it came down to it they're all all of like if they're all judging each other, I feel like all of them are like. Okay, even in the untuck, they were like Trinity's going to be in the top because mm-hmm. they all know what it takes to construct something like this, yeah, and they absolutely. were
4: absolutely even
2: highlighting. Oh look, the, even the uh, the bottom portion of it is it's even that is layered. There's different mm-hmm. uh, textures in that, and then even though it's hard to see it in this picture, there it is bejeweled. There are jewels all up and down mm-hmm. the bodice. So she she sewed all of that stuff like that's insane. Like it's. Some crazy i don't mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't get it, man, I don't get it, but now ever since we've had said chicken Feathers, all I can hear is candy muse, weed <laughs> <laughs> uh, right.
3: yes, yeah yes yeah. Chicken
2: feathers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this is uh so this is what Amon was referencing with the edited version, which does look to be a slightly different color, but could be photo edited. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um but I think, yeah, I think the silhouette is a little bit more defined here, which I think also sort of helps with the overall shape of the garment. Right. But you can really see the detail on the the bottom piece on the mermaid flare of the gown. Yeah. And you can see like how detailed that is with the different levels. So th- I think this helps a little bit to see some of those uh those details. Right. There. Absolutely. She is definitely a seamstress. Oh, for yeah. sure. And she just, helped it, so many other people too, right? All Absolutely. I could like
2: see in my mind, it, you know, my Disney ass brain, all I could see was just like the whole montage in Sleeping Beauty when the three fairies <laughs> are constructing her her dress. I'm like, how is she doing this? It's insane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah that's her secret actually she has yeah. little birds that fly in and help construct <laughs> different looks okay let's talk about raja so raja was left last um and got the born naked <laughs> promo look so beth uh, i feel like uh, you've got some thoughts on this
4: this would be such an amazing look if she bu- booked uh a gig at burning man um <laughs> I just kind of felt like there's like a hippie desert warrior kind of feel to it that I love. But this is another one where I kind of sit back and go like, what else could you, like, what could you do with this? What kind of materials were she given? It looked like she just made kind of a cage and then just hung things off of it. Mm. Um Looks good on her because once again, Raja could wear anything and look amazing. Like I'm constantly in awe of just how beautiful her skin is from head to toe. Like there was a, I, as y'all know, I'm ace. So like I'm looking at her and not being like at all, like sexually attractive but I'm looking at her and being like, oh my God, the glow, like on this human is just so <laughs> absolutely mesmerizing her hair, like everything. But I can't. All of that aside, I can't forgive her for this. This is not. <laughs> this is not it, Raja. What? I so much more. What is this? What is it?
2: That's it. That is. That is where the story begins and ends for me. What is it? I. I know that she like look when it was on the whatever you call that thing the the, the mannequin.
4: Mm-hmm. It
2: looked better but when she came <laughs> across. I was like, oh my God, Like, I cannot see this. And I was like, this has to be the thing that ends this streak of never-ending positive compliments from the judges, because that's all we've been getting. We don't get any of the negative critiques in the edit. All we get is just like, oh, you had such a great time. Oh, this week is just so good for you. Bitch, fuck that. This was a mess, okay? (laughs) It was a mess. And like, once again, I know that there is some level of vision and talent here. And Raja is one of the people that can sew and knows how to create a look. I just feel like this was just not it. I can't like look. It looks like a blob. I can't see it. I can't. Did see she it. create the boots? I don't. I don't think so. Because <laughs>
1: I would never bought those part. boots. Oh.
2: Cause Cause they, the even the boots are bad too. Like, why are they so like? They need to. I I would I would will, I will feel much better if they were like a little skin more fitting. tight. <laughs> yeah, like they're like they look like they're about to fall off. Like it's just ah. I literally like, had it, it had it right when she was Raja was over there talking about yeah it's giving like dream, dream catcher, catcher. Trinity's I'm like, like nightmare catcher, catcher bitch
3: nightmare. I live
4: <laughs> Sorry that's me doing Vivian doing Trinity, Trinity.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, I love yeah. Raja but I couldn't I don't mm-mm, mm-mm. when they were like oh my god it's just so good I was like Betsy Johnson you do not have to come all this way to law. Like,
4: you, Here's the thing. I actually think Betsy Johnson would think this is good. That did not shock me. I was like, yeah, Betsy Johnson's here for this. That's fine. Um, I don't I, know. Is yeah. this just a bad
2: picture of it? Like, Does it look better no, from the side? Like, it's
4: not a bad picture of it. This is actually probably one of the most flattering ones. I commend Liana on her ability to fix I,
3: I Look, I, I think for me, it's Raja's charisma that makes me look at it and go, when she's walking in it, that I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But then I go back and I look at pictures and I'm like, hmm <laughs> yeah okay what is going on like, i just think it's it's too much and you lose her shape right like i actually yes. love the concept of doing kind of the like post-apocalyptic like what she had drawn i think mm-hmm. looked really cool yeah. but that had a really well-defined silhouette and then using the layers sort of on top of that but because there's kind of so much there she just kind of looks like a, a like You know, when you go to the car wash and they've got all those like little (laughs) little things that hang down. She's like a walking version of that. Yes. What
4: Raja did here, I commend her on. She took Jiggly Caliente's apocalyptic look (laughs) and made it a little better, Mm -hmm.
3: but not good. That's what she did from like her neck up. She looks like a goddess. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, then the headpiece really gorgeous. It's just, yeah, it's just all that fabric. You just kind of lose her in it.
4: I think the other issue here is that we had just had this like kind of ill fitting, hanging off version when she looked like a warrior a couple weeks ago on the runway. And Mm -hmm. I had my own issues with that, even though I thought she carries, she can carry anything well. She looks so beautiful and everything. But Mm
3: -hmm.
4: I just kind of felt like, We just had something that had a general similar feel to how it's ill-fitting just Mm -hmm. two weeks ago. Not too far off of a color palette similar to this. Granted, that was gold, but it was like gold and purple. And we have like purple white going on here. Um, So I don't
3: know. I just, I'm a little disappointed. I think she kind of got stuck with her last choice which I do feel bad about Um, and then yeah you're just kind of stuck with all this white which can bleed out so she wants to try to create a little bit more of the dynamics with the texture and then I think her look is probably the worst that she got to inspire by so you know uh, look I I understand the situation that she's in and thankfully no one goes home this season so (laughs) I would (laughs) also
4: say I love that her hair is on the opposite side of RuPaul's like so the Mm -hmm. photos (laughs) back and forth I kind
3: (laughs) of like that it looks cool we're going with inspired by <laughs> inspired. <laughs> okay, Jinx is up next uh and we did get a little bit of the workroom drama with Jinx gluing onto the corset without it being on the form which then uh she had to completely redo. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous for her knowing that and then also the fact that this is not, you know, Jinx's uh, forte. But it's not terrible it's
2: never as bad as I'm going uh, as it yeah. as she's making it out to be I'm like you actually have a little bit of chops here like it's mm-hmm. not like I feel like I'm like is this part of your strat girl to like make us think it's gonna be horrible and then you actually come through with something nice so we're like oh, mm-hmm. okay
4: yeah so
2: yeah um, I
4: like I, that this time she didn't have Trinity or
3: Jada helping her that too <laughs> well as as far as we know <laughs> yeah
4: as heavily yeah. on camera
2: it's not. It's not my favorite. Um. Obviously, I think obviously she still has a long way to go if she ever wants to <laughs> create like something spectacular. But you know, it's it's it it fine. I guess I didn't really like the makeup. I didn't like the small lip. That's, oh, it was very my, distracting.
3: Thank you. Oh my god! All I could stare at was her thin lips, and I yeah. was just like, "Why would you choose to paint them that way? Is this yeah. on purpose? What is the point of this? Is it's, this? A, wh- it's supposed to be this kind of like."
4: I was taking it as like Moulin Rouge kind of feel saloon thing, and I was like, like I own, don't know like what Betty you're Boop, doing.
2: Mouth type feel. Look, shit.
3: I got what she was going for. I didn't like the execution of it. Well, I think the issue is, is that everything on okay on camera. When you're on camera, all your makeup has to be darker mm-hmm. and it has to be thicker because it doesn't translate as well. So it maybe yeah. this looked good in person and I communicated what what needed to happen, but like. Just paint. You don't have to do a full like you know. You don't have to overline or whatever. You just just a little bit more. Cause it so it looked like she had no lips, and I was like, "Where is her yeah, mouth? I, yeah, how was, much makeup so is awkward. on the eyes?" Yeah, and it yeah. was just unbalanced. Right? It's so
4: unbalanced. Well, I mean, and then you could say that for the entirety of the outfit, right? I mean, which yeah. she means kind of like, "Oh, I've got this one sleeve that's purple and this one leg that's purple and such." Um, I like the bodice part. And I like the general feel that she's going for. I agree that it's not as bad as it could have been or like what she used to be able to produce on this kind of show. But she, for me, was absolutely the worst outfit on the runway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also do not understand how this comes from this other dress. Uh, uh, Yeah, that too. (laughs) But again... How much of that is the materials they're giving? This, I wish they'd had shown us what materials they had been given so that we can they go, did. oh, you they, just made a We, dumb saw, we saw like a,
2: we saw like a quick shot of all the, the. I want details.
3: <laughs> well, I think, I so like the thing is, is that I can actually see what she's doing with the the using the, the sheer on the arm and the leg is similar to the asymmetry that Rue has. Sure. With one arm yeah. covered, one leg covered. So like, I actually totally get that that is sort of the connection that she's trying to make, but that part actually distracts me from the rest of what I think is actually rel- Like, looks relatively good if she was going for right. that sort of like saloon girl look. I so see- in that part, but, th- but then if you remove that part, then and it's like less, you know, "quote unquote" inspired by the room. Right. So, yeah, I think I it's
2: giving like a little bit of like circus clown type deal. And I think that the makeup didn't really help. Like uh something about that corset with like that purple stocking and that purple glove or sleeve. Just mm-hmm. it's giving circus. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I,
4: don't
2: I didn't know, even a clown catch would have the worn lady.
4: more makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah I, I look yes i mean this is jinx this is not her strong suit right okay? it is definitely
1: so, passable
3: yes and she should be proud of herself for what she made but absolutely yeah <laughs> it's not her strong suit not her strong. Suit. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the other winner from this week's episode, Jada, who was also in the top two for the ball, and so she has the VH1 Divas tribute to Diana Ross, and apparently had very loud fabric, as that <laughs> was seemed to be an issue during the construction of the garment. So, is these are not pants, right? This is a gown. This is a gown. Okay, this is a gown. This is a gown i i love the deep neckline i think that that's stunning Mm -hmm. i think that she like for me this is inspired without being an exact replica because Mm -hmm. i i get what she's going for and she was obviously given this fabric so you know she had that to work with and then also with the um i don't know what the shawl sort of like uh animal fabric coat thing yeah she did it in a way that still is the homage to the original look but isn't exactly the same and so the focus actually goes from sort of being that piece to really the gown which i think she constructed beautifully
4: i wish she had worn the coat and then took it Mm. off yeah yeah because i because this is such a loud Amount of gold, um, you know, sequin and all the other like these huge and small like little bits all together. I could not tell what was a part of the coat that she was just overlapping onto um, her dress, and how much of it was her dress.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying is I don't think it was like a full jacket. I think it was just a oh. little like arm thing. Let me like see. a little Let shawl. Me yeah, exactly, like a little shawl. Let me go back to the video. Yeah, it's just a shawl. It's not a coat. So. It's like um, uh, it's just one rectangular piece of fabric with the animal on the print on the side and then actually the dress print in the middle.
4: Right. I still wish she had worn it around her shoulder so we could have seen Mm -hmm. what the dress looked like below on that one side, though, because it's been I can't tell what it looked like until she got to the workroom, And then she started Mm -hmm. taking everything off. And I was like, girl, Mm -hmm. I didn't get a good look. I don't know. I don't get me wrong. This is stunning right this is not easy material to work with she did she had a, a a challenge in that i just could not tell what that at least that one side looked like and for that she lost mental points with me um <laughs>
3: She but did I, swap the mink thing to the other side. Yeah, and when she, she turned around, and I was like, "That
4: yeah. was still don't <laughs> see it it's on the other side." But I do love. She had kind of like these open um, plunges, like on her hips, that also looked very
3: sexy. I thought,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. Should the cutouts on the side, which I think was like supposed to be the opposite of like Rue's look, right? Where it's right. like ruse legs are exposed, the sides are covered. This is the opposite of that with the cutouts being there. It
4: was really cool. I hate the hair though.
2: I feel like for me, I didn't really expect Jada to win only because I felt like there were some other stronger interpretations of the mm-hmm. looks. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, this is an interpretation from the original, um, but it mm, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just wasn't excited by this one as much as I would have liked to have been. Um, And the fact that the fabrics were all sort of like one note. She kind of just used one fabric and call it a day, which isn't bad. You know, she still constructed this dress, and it looks beautiful, but because some of her peers had used different types of textures, I was, like, sort of, it, it sort of, like, raised my expectations for all of them, and I felt mm. like this was sort of playing it a little too safe, if you didn't, because she didn't really venture off into anything else. So, I, was, I wasn't, I was like, super shocked that she was um in the top, But I was like, oh, I didn't even think about her to win. I thought it might be, it would have been, like, maybe Evie before her, or yeah I guess maybe just Evie before her
3: I I think that she she has like the fabric is the centerpiece right right even as much as we can talk about the details like I mentioned the deep V the cutouts all of that right you still all you look at is the fabric and so maybe I do wonder if there's a little bit of like well girl it's just fabric right like what you know what what else did you do that whereas Evie's if you think of hers although to me there's bits that are unfinished it doesn't like quite look the way that I would want a final polished look to, to, mm-hmm. to have, but it has that creativity of mm-hmm. it, taking the look, clearly being inspired, and flipping it on its head. And so, you know, with yeah. Amon's criteria, his three-level criteria, where <laughs> in all the points, you know, does everything fall? So I think yeah. that that maybe helps to kind of explain why there's these different feelings towards looks, even though this obviously looks much more polished and finished than Evie's, but maybe it lacks some of that um,
4: je ne sais quoi. And yeah. then also remembering that, in the hands of pretty much anybody besides maybe Trinity, nobody else could have worked with this material.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then you have. I think the that's the main
2: thing. Yeah. yeah, they all know. They're all like, yeah, I know what it took to do that. They, I,
3: probably maybe I Raja
4: know. would have been able to too. I should have said Raja mm-hmm. and, and Trinity. But knowing mm-hmm. that you have to be a seamstress in order to utilize this, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. Its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
3: Okay, let's talk about the face kini, the infamous face kini look. And this is Monet, who she has come such a long way <laughs> from the sponge dress. I just want to say, like, credit where credit is due. She makes this whole ass freaking jumpsuit thing with the corset and the boots and the face kini and the hat. I was really impressed with Monet.
2: Me too. Yeah. I thought that the critique about like how they chew, they how she has two different types of Jackson Pollock things going on, mm-hmm. but they meld together so well, even though they're completely two different types of patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally take that. It just, it, it, it looks good. I love that they also like group was actually like, she's got a big, juicy ass and <laughs> she chose to offset that by having that. Uh, hat on with the pants coming out. I was like, I don't know if that was what her goal was, but sure.
4: <laughs> I think she was showcasing that big juicy ass. What I was <laughs> gonna, I thought where she was going with that was that she's got a big juicy mm-hmm. ass, and that makes it much harder to put together a one-piece yeah. jumpsuit, you know, bodysuit suit essentially. Um, which I agree with, and what I think is interesting is that I keep going back and forth of like. She really makes me question, like, was this easy or not to make? But, you know, yeah, and I think yeah, that that's a I good thing for her because for this kind of like, she used two fabrics, but she made a face kini that it, it looks like attached? is completely attached to the, um, bodysuit. And it may not be, but the way that she made it looks like it's the same thing from in at least ankle, if not toe to head Mm -hmm. which is incredible and then add in you know the boots uh in the 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 waistband and then the hat and then have those earrings on the outside which like I agree with RuPaul it's so dumb and I love it and Mm like that's like I loved this a lot and Mm -hmm. there were lots of times Rob was like am I a hypocrite for saying like I kind of feel like this should have been in the top over someone like Jada or or Trinity who clearly are these beautiful seamstresses who came up with something just absolutely beautiful and unique and nobody else could have pulled those off and maybe other people could have pulled this off but I don't know maybe it's just because I have this underdog story of her for like a designer um and that she keeps
3: growing every time but I don't know I thought she was going to be the top I'm not going to lie I really top did yeah, I was based like of
2: the critique she was getting yeah sort of.
3: I I thought it was going to be her and Trinity I thought they were going to be the top two, and then it's like the twinners against each other, which is like a whole storyline. I'm sure they'd love that, right? They have an opportunity to give Monet, you know, another star, and plus Monet and Trinity only have one star, so then it's like you're trying to keep things even. Mm -hmm. My Mm -hmm. little story producer, that's what I was thinking, and that's what I was trying to do uh, in my head. Obviously, that wasn't the case, and story aside, I don't think that that diminishes from what Monet was able to do, because to me, this was definitely top two worthy. I just... and the. The freaking like fingers on the gloves plus the yeah I don't know it just seems super oh, yeah, impressive to me yeah, you know what I mean yeah, I, yeah. I, I I was blown away by what she was able to make especially knowing also yeah that she wasn't a seamstress so she gets for a it to be so form for fitting right and maybe the fabric because of all the patterns it's like more forgiving of any type anything that's a little yeah, maybe the course also helps it's
4: definitely a stretchy
3: it. material which oh for sure mm-hmm. definitely easier to work with but at the same time like. I don't know. I was blown away by this. Yeah, I was as well. And to me, the and the course in the boots again on top of that, right? Like, so. I don't know.
2: Does it being stretchy make it easier? Doesn't uh, it make it harder because it's like all like bunched up, and then you gotta like.
3: Well, in terms of, of being, how do forgiven? you do it? How do you do it? I just <laughs> how do clothes magic. happen? It's <laughs> magic to me. <laughs> how do clothes work?
4: <laughs> oh no! Oh, I, I it's just so funny because I really I think I have a bias for certain people. Um... In, in in their ability to create an outfit like mm-hmm. I'm like very down on Raja this week because I feel like she could have done more mm-hmm. and I'm I know it sounded like I was really down on Jinx but I, I really am like I'm very impressed with what Jinx was able to do and here I'm like Monet should be in the top because this is amazing and it's also like it's Monet it's not <laughs> Someone I expected to win a challenge, you know, and we had the same two people who won the last construction challenge.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. I love how Trinity in the Untucked like, uh, had to, like, sort of like tell Roger, like, bitch, look, (laughs)
3: Uh, I didn't think I'm
2: going to come together. You might see some things in the edits when this comes (laughs) out in the (laughs) year.
3: Yeah. This is her preparing for
4: that of like, I may have
3: shaded you a bit. I said some
4: shit, um, and I'm going to own up to it. But you know what I thought was great about that is that Trinity maintained to her face. But you know what? It actually looks good. And I'm like, (laughs) Trinity.
2: (laughs) Cover your ass, girl. There were certain angles where it was like, okay, it's not that bad. But like front on, I'm like, oh my. Like, I feel like I just need to see it move more. But like, when Mm -hmm. it's not moving, it just, it just. Hang. Yes.
3: Right, and that's that's exactly my point. That was when I saw the video, it looked okay. Like it looked yeah. definitely looked better. And then I look at photos, I'm like, mm. <laughs> not 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 so much. I think uh, Monet. Just one aside. um Monet is someone who's really interesting to me based on the edit that we've seen from her so far. We've gotten a lot of like personal content from her. Like we saw the thing about her cat in this episode, with her cat having its own Instagram and all of that my little spidey senses start tingling. I, right. uh, there's something going on with Monet here. I don't know what is going to happen in, in the next four weeks Um, because as we heard them talk in the next time on, there's four challenges. I don't know. Hmm. I'm she, just keeping in mind. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. It's something I know. No, notice, so I agree
4: with you because I'm sitting here and I'm going like if there was like a, a tragic, like edgic kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? edgic, like exactly. Edgic but for drag.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> like I really mm-hmm. feel the same 'Cause it's interesting to me, like, arguably Trinity has been doing better than her in the competition as the other twinner, and we haven't gotten nearly as much personal content as or like we don't check in with her in the way that we check in Monet to move along a story.
3: I'm just saying. So. Something mm-hmm. there. There's something there. Okay, so we move on to uh, Jada and Trinity being announced as our top two, so they will be lip-syncing against one another again. This time, the song is going to be I Want Love by Jesse J, with ultimately Trinity winning the lip-sync. So, Amon, did you feel like this was the correct decision for the winner of the lip-sync?
2: I kind of felt like uh, Trinity cheated just a little bit by uh, stuffing her face in Jada's ass, mm. like Drag is not really a a contact sport. And like normally, and it's okay if the queens interact with each other, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it has to be like a mutual thing. It has to be an organic thing that happens where they're like both feeling each other like you're talking to each other or they're like doing whatever the hell. It has to be a mutual thing. But because I feel like she snuck up on Jada and rammed her body into hers and Jada was like, what's going on Mm -hmm. for a second? I was like, "Mm, that feels a little, a little cheaty to me. I agree. But whatever.
4: With you. I don't like it. I, I still don't like when Alaska like licked Katya without Katya really knowing, kind of like played it off or whatever. But yeah. I also fully really don't like that Katya didn't win a lip sync that season. So maybe I'm just trying to come <laughs> up, up with a reason with me. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you for that. I. I felt like Jada was much stronger in the beginning and then started to kind of fade. Mm -hmm. And then Trinity was pulling out like Mm -hmm. tricks and stunts and such. So I don't know
3: yeah i i sort of had the same feeling i think ultimately i'm happy that trinity was able to win a lip sync but there was that part that just didn't sit well with me which makes me mm-hmm. a little bit like mm. mm-hmm. but but look she gets an opportunity to block and we did see her and monet discussing some strategy earlier in the episode mm-hmm. so we did know that trinity was looking at i think raja and evie were the two that she was looking to block mm-hmm.
2: um or she possibly
3: or yes, yeah, um, and, we, and we get in
4: untucked too. Mm-hmm. This little moment where she and Monet are at the mirror talking, they're like, "Jinx is always around us when we're trying to talk strategy." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, I feel like we need to put them in the Big Brother house." Yeah, it's giving. Nice it's now. giving.
2: Uh, I got big. I that. That actually got me excited for the upcoming season. I was like,
4: oh, I kind of missed the
3: missed a little bit. Okay. Every time bug.
4: we try to talk strategy, you know, the Steve is Moses is here or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, pull it straight from Big Brother. Like that uh-huh. was that conversation. And, you know, we, I mean, we've seen instances, right, of them talking right. strategy and making alliances. But yeah, that was that first moment where I was like. Okay, this isn't just like put on for the cameras. This like feels real. This yeah. feels like real strategy going yeah. on. That was. I also incredible. love that they're
4: fully talking about Jinx being there when Shay was in the mirror with them, but like not on camera for most of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Just you just see Shay like putting on makeup, and they're like, mm-hmm. anyway. So I feel like yeah, I think Shay uh, had
2: the 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 headphones in
4: oh girl the oh, way i, I would have been, been muting off. the headphones yeah. and <laughs> walking right up next to them and being like that's what i was hoping
2: that jinx was when i was hoping that we were going to get a confessional from jinx being like i hear these bitches they think i'm listening to this song
4: uh-huh. <laughs> oh, please for the love of god somebody do a drag race Back girls club kind of feel where like you just put them all in house afterwards and then we get some of this look well, into they, keep, the, like, they
2: keep saying that there's some sort of drag big brother crossover i really don't
4: th- i think that was fake i, I think don't think it was
2: i think that that specific update was fake but that's not the first time that we've heard something about it so i feel like it was like where there's smoke there's fire i feel like there's something going on maybe i don't think it's netflix related at all but I think it might remember you. I don't know, especially now with their Paramount
3: on, Plus. I'm on Beth, ready. <laughs> I just feel I, like, like something's happening. I like I. I think that that though. If I'm gonna fanfic a show, that's what I'm picking. hundred percent. I'm putting drag queens in a house and making them play Big Brother. Right, mm-hmm. like that's what I'm fanficking. So I do wonder if because there's so much, is like, is it just because the fans want it so bad, or yeah, maybe. Mm. They're, but but because the fans want it so bad, give it to me. Like, yeah, I need that. Please, yeah. pretty please. I've been a good girl this year. Okay, like, yeah. right? 25. <laughs> oh my god, 25th season. Oh, BB
2: Landmark I, season.
4: I would I love each of those queens leaving the house and Julie Tren trying to like talk to them about God. And they're oh, like, God. God, God is RuPaul, honey. You better get yeah. out of here and just like <laughs> beat her down. It would be amazing.
3: I mean, look, some politicians want to keep, you know, drag queens away from children. So put them in a house, <laughs> lock them
0: up.
2: Yeah, well, lock them up, lock them up.
4: if they did that the role would be if they made one of the rooms like a library room where like they have like children's books that they can read to to the cameras on the feeds would be amazing
3: for the for the children i saw one tweet that was like really we should be keeping drag or we should be keeping kids away from drag 100 because they don't deserve drag queens don't deserve that my favorite children (laughs) uh trixie tweeted
4: something and then somebody responded to her and said, you should be away from, or like, uh, you should stay away from children. Mm-hmm. And Trixie responded, "Girl, I hate kids. Like I don't <laughs> want them near me. Get them away. <laughs> it's my ideal situation." Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, getting back on track. So Trinity <laughs> blocks Evie. So Evie is going to be um, blocked. Evie does have two stars. Um, so now I think we have what four queens with two stars as, or no, Jada. Jada's Jada three. will have three. Basically, which was interesting and has
4: never been blocked so if she doesn't win this next one she ha- I, I i can't see anybody else for getting blocked
3: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And, and uh they were doing a little bit of the math in the next time on so next week um they talked about how there's only four challenges left which means theoretically a max if they don't do any twists a max of what eight stars that would be given out Um, And so in order to guarantee yourself to be in the finale, I think two is what the Vivian was saying that um, that they would need.
4: So at what point I do think. they do Liana drag math, which we figured out a couple of weeks ago, which mm-hmm. was to say, let's just load people up on stars if you have to give stars away or think about who you're blocking. I think at a certain point, mm-hmm. you're 100 percent correct. I think we're at the point now where you have to start blocking people, not who you think are going to get like it actually would be a waste to block Jada, mm-hmm. to be perfectly frank, because she already has three.
3: If you just decide, look, Jada's gonna be in the finale. So let me try to use this time by targeting the people that I think, yeah, could make it up there. But also, I mean, I I just like I don't understand how we're gonna get out of this without a tie. How are we gonna have a yeah. clear top four? I mean, we have, yeah, essentially again, Unless... one queen with three, two, three three queens with two, and four queens with one. I there's think
4: that a, there will be a, be a week for the top
3: star, two. I think that's what's gonna be. Steel. I think that the top two mm,
4: will not be given be... a star. Is that they have to steal a star?
2: Mm, I'm wondering if that's what. Mm, I mean, Bianca, you were talking about like some foreshadowing. Maybe there's a little bit of.
3: Maybe I, I mean, she's
2: some villain stuff about to happen, and that <sighs> someone's about to get iced right on out of the finale. Feel
1: yeah. <laughs> it's so well. hot
3: in here yeah. I mean, it's po- look it's it's possible i mean trinity does mention there must be a twist coming. although you know then she makes in your ankle right uh which is hilarious and then jade or uh yeah is it jada i was like okay tanya so like it, 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 maybe it was just a joke maybe it was just a funny joke between two queens or yeah is this foreshadowing of of something to come so
4: also um <sighs> weird to have the ankle comment when Betsy Johnson actually hurt her ankle when she did the split. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Bad part. But also, like, she's no spring chicken. Like, the fact that she did that, I was like, I I was living. That is was she impressive. still
3: doing that? I know. Because isn't that how she ends her, her runways or whatever? Her shows, her fashion shows? Yeah. Doing the splits. She's out there doing splits? Because mm. she opened her <laughs> shop
4: in 1966. So she was born in the 40s. So she's in, what, her 70s? Mm.
2: Yeah, like, that's
4: incredible,
2: girl. The way that the healthcare is set up here, you need to take care of yourself.
4: Go <laughs> get that dual citizenship with a place that has <laughs> universal healthcare.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, next week is going to be the an acting challenge. So we are getting the soon to be cult classic Santa School for Girls. it yep. is. I have no idea.
0: I that's loved it. it. I
2: was like, oh my, I, I, I heard Chris, before they even announced it, I heard like jingles in the back. I was
4: like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas in
4: July. Yes, 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 yes. It will be July then. It'll be July 1st. Yeah, it's yep. going
2: to be
3: July. Yeah, that's why I said that.
2: Christmas in July. I'm a genius.
4: You really now. are. I know.
3: I, no, I have to imagine this is what, you know, <laughs> if Jinx could have been blocked <laughs> here, that would have been, yeah. you know, ideal. But, I, you know, this is going to be a good opportunity for some of the girls who are good at acting to really shine. I think a lot of people are going to be successful and I'm super curious to, to see what's going to happen. Who oh. do you think will be the top two based off if the fact that it's like acting? I mean, how does Jinx not end up in the top 2, okay. right? So that's one. And then the question is is who do we think can can scoot in there? You know, uh the Vivian is an option. Who is Trinity it that end? Trinity Monet Shay
4: um, I think could like I think there's a fire under Shay's ass right
3: now. Um, Evie is blocked um, but we have seen her do well in acting challenges Raja before. I thought
4: did solid in the um, improv of like the fairy tale court and I think that if mm-hmm. given the right role she could do it really well.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. When the stars reflect how close this season is and we genuinely... I remember when we did our live, our insta-live at the beginning, there were some queens, you know, we talked about, oh, who do we think is the weakest? And we talked about Evie. And now Evie has two stars, you know, Mm -hmm. even though one was given. But still, right? Like, you never know. You never know how things are going to go. Oh, man. Nah! All right. That does it for us here. Is there any other thoughts y'all have before we get out of here? Yes, no, it's hot.
2: No, no, I just uh continuing to ride this wave, it's been a fantastic season and it has not faltered once. So I'm I'm excited,
3: totally agree. And we will be back next week to talk about everything from Santa's school for girls. (laughs) Can't wait!
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's also creepy,
3: (laughs) it does sound really creepy, like Santa, a little bit of a. mm you know <laughs> the pervy side I don't know <laughs> we'll yeah. find out okay uh, Amon where can people find you on social media what do you have going on
2: you can find me at Amon Adwin everywhere and I'm just doing drag race for now
3: alright Beth what about you you can find
4: me at Augusta Wind 11 um, you can also catch me on Hot Mess Moments where Dylan and I take a topic every week and also give you an update of where we are with Lost and the Nanny and uh, you can catch me on my weekly meltdown as
3: well all right, and you can um, follow me on Twitter at Liana R H A P. I am going to be on um, Crime Scene this week. We're going to be talking about the HBO documentary, The Janes about underground abortions very important given Mm -hmm. what is going on yeah excited uh, for those to come back JK sarcasm get me out of here life is burning whatever it's fine okay Mm -hmm. so I will be doing that so if you're interested um, definitely come check us out uh, on crime scene also, if you want to support us, you can leave star ratings and reviews on iTunes. Rob has a website. dot com slash drag race for that. Uh, and then there's one other thing I want to promo this week. It is Pod Friends, which wow. um, is yes, Beth can speak. I literally got the notification on my phone as we were recording. <laughs> Maybe actually, that yeah. Do you want to talk about Pod Friends? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I forgot I'm going to be on Pod Friends this week. <laughs> yeah
4: wow oh my gosh i'm sitting here and i'm like wow. and you're saying like what you're on i'm like i feel like i'm an, on something else like, with RGP I something? This week. i did something i'm so sorry matt scott um yes
3: <laughs> because we
4: recorded it a month ago but um yes i'm gonna be on pod friends this week uh pod friends is an amazing show where matt scott gets to interview a member of the RJP podcasting community um to try to get to know them all a little bit better um I know that we talked a little bit at the time about my upcoming gig at Carnegie Hall. We also talked about um, my journey to finding out that I was ace and demisexual, bi-romantic. And uh, we talked about a whole bunch of other things. I'm sure that made it in there, but I haven't listened to it yet. So I can't wait to listen to it again. Um, But hope you all enjoy checking it out. He interviews so many amazing people like T-Bird was earlier this month, and Grease leader, David um, Bloomberg. So, so many wonderful people.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah essentially it's a a pod friends is confessional type conversations with all of the human beings over at RHAP Um, and so Matt has done a number of different interviews um, also this month focusing on the pride is spoken um, which is uh, showcasing members of the RHAP community that identifies LGBTQIA plus and so uh, there's a lot going on there it really is sort of a behind the mic look at the podcasters of RHAP and the personalities of RHAP so if that's something that you're interested in. Um you can the I'm trying to find their feed. He's got his own pod friends. I'm pretty sure it's just pod friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um you can do that. You can also find information more on the Rob his website.com if you want to check that out. Okay, that does it for us. We're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go turn on my AC in 20 seconds. I can't (laughs) wait. Thank you to to Scott St. Pierre for your help behind the scenes
1: and we'll talk to y'all soon. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.